Welcome to Apple at Work, a podcast about the intersection of Apple and all things business, healthcare, education, and everything in between. My name is Bradley Chambers. I am your host, as always, back on the show this week to talk about uh, some recent company announcements, as well as macOS Ventura, is uh, Jason Detburn from Adigy. Jason, welcome back to the show. Great to chat with you again, Bradley. How are you? Uh, you know, it, it's uh, the the week we're recording this. Mac, the latest version of macOS is out, so it's always fun to uh, see. Are you seeing your customers uh, quickly push it out? Are you seeing people uh, kind of put it on delay? They're definitely putting it a little bit on delay. Uh, most of our clients are wanting to make sure that they can uh, see the rollout happen under their control, versus having everybody you know up to the latest version. Because uh, you know, the only big drawback here is that. The end user can get prompted for startup applications unless they've they've blessed that via MDM. Um, but you know, overall, Ventura through the whole beta cycle has been extremely stable, and we were lucky to have thousands of hours of production testing with it through the beta cycles. So, um, always want to make sure that we're very very well prepared for it. And most of our customers have tried out the beta, so we're we're excited about getting uh, Ventura out there and moving in the right direction. It's really the the conundrum for IT is. It is the most secure Apple operating system today. Uh, today is this first version of uh, Ventura, but I would also argue it's the least stable version of macOS um, uh, on, on, in existence right now. Um, you know, we we saw uh, macOS twelve point six point one come out basically right at the same time, addressing some challenges with without how MDM uh, handles the update. But um, it's it's just that conundrum, and so I. I would argue every company has to make the decision that works best for them. Um, and, and whether that's uh, blocking it completely, saying it's available, but be, you know, buyer basically buyer beware, you may have some workflow challenges as we learn things uh, versus forcing it. And I don't think that there is one right path for any company um, to, to do there. Uh, and again, certainly, you know, as always, I'm sure a 0.1 upgrade or 0.01 upgrade will be out very soon to, to address bu- bugs that come up. But the one benefit we see here is as Apple has increased the pace at which they release uh, macOS updates, every, it seems like every year, like upgrading to this, you know, it's a new name, but it doesn't feel that much different. It's almost like, it, it's almost like another point upgrade to me. I mean, is that, is that how you take it as well? This episode of Apple at Work is sponsored by Mosul. Deploying, managing, and protecting Apple devices at work shouldn't be difficult or require several solutions. Mosul is the only Apple unified platform for business. By combining enhanced device management, endpoint security, internet privacy and security, single sign-on, enhanced app management into a single Apple-only platform, businesses can now easily and automatically deploy, manage, and protect their Apple devices automatically with one solution at an affordable price. With a solution for businesses of every size and the best support in the market, start a free 30-day trial today and see firsthand why Mosul is more than an Apple NDM. Mosul is everything you need to work with Apple. To learn more, visit business.mosul.com. Again, that's business.mosul.com, M-O-S-Y-L-E.com. Thanks to Mosul for sponsoring Apple at Work this week. Uh, you know, changing the whole file format to the new file format, that was always that was very disruptive as well as a few other areas. So this is definitely a continuation and getting more stable. But most of our clients will, like we said, lock it down. December timeframe is always a little bit uh, more relaxed period to be able to do a rollout. And then with us, they can actually do that 12 gig upgrade where there's only, it just pushes out, shares peer-to-peer in the land environment. So there's uh, mass upgrades are really fast and easy um, with us anyway. So that's typically how they route, but 
Apple's also said, look, we're only going to be patching the most uh, current version of the OS now. So they've really tightened up that that uh, security window as well. So it, it makes the conundrum harder to figure out for people. Yeah, the Christmas time period is probably is a nice time. Uh, the, the business world in the U.S., Sorta of stops that last two weeks, so it's a really nice time to say, "Hey, we're." You know, it gives it a gives it a good month, uh, month and a half, and say, "Hey, we're going to go ahead and roll this out." Um, you, you know, in December, um, especially just get towards Christmas, and it, it's just really a nice time to do it because again, a little, little slower, a little slower time of year for most business folks as uh, things wind down. Uh, and again, also you could do the same thing, kind of kind of the week of Thanksgiving, could, could you you know get, make it available over that weekend and give folks that generally a slower week to to get it rolled out and deployed. Uh, and that gives again time to do training, and that's one thing that you know we don't we often don't think about in the technology world is if there are kind of workflow changes, it's also important for IT to provide training for employees that are upgrading. And it's not just about like oh it still works, but it could be about like what's changed, what are workflow impacts. Um, so yeah, it's it's you know. yeah like the settings page that's going to be a big change for end users that, that they have to be ready for, and uh, you know, uh, and IT is probably not prepared for all of the help desk requests that come in for where the cheese is moved within their settings platform. Right. Absolutely. And again, it, it it's, could be as simple as a, a one second question, but if people are putting in IT tickets, that could end up being a uh, hundred plus IT tickets asking, uh, you know, what, where is this setting? Where is that? So uh, no, it's always a good time of year. Um, and, and again, it's, uh, it's fun. New things are new things to try. Uh, I've, you know, ran it on my personal Mac uh, as a beta over the summer. And uh, generally, just overall, nice upgrade, good upgrade for Apple, uh, increases security as always. And uh, yeah, now, so other exciting news, uh, the, one of the reasons I, ha- I wanted to talk to you today, you all recent, recently announced a, a new integration with Malwarebytes. Can you tell me about this integration? Yeah, I mean, you think about the, the challenges of getting certain areas of core business continuity onto a device, whether that's backup, whether that's security and a virus, there's, there's a lot of hoops to jump through. And we wanted to make it just an easy process. Device comes out of the box. I've just enabled, in this case, Malwarebytes to get deployed and, and be able to help manage that device moving forward. Our belief is we're going to partner with the best tools in the industry, whether it be security, storage, other areas of endpoint management or lifecycle management. Um, and that way, that MDM provider that you've got is going to continue to expand uh, the opportunities that you have in, in working from it. You can only have one MDM, and the one you choose is going to have a lot of opportunities for you. So we're not going to build it all in-house. We're not a security company, but we are going to partner with the best. Malwarebytes does some largest amount of Apple research in the space. Um, other AV vendors at a brand level still don't support Apple Silicon. They're not doing enough Apple research internally, so we have to make sure that we've done diligence for our customers to leverage the right tools. Well, and that's a, and I think that's one uh, an important distinction. There are there are companies who are going to build everything, and there are companies who say we're going to specialize in our one thing, and then we're going to, we're going to make sure we partner and, and have deep integrations with other companies. And both are not like neither strategy is wrong. Different companies just have different focuses, and um, and I, you know I think one of the key things I. I'm, I guess I'm sensing and, and hearing in across the enterprise is integrations with a capital I, where companies really expect the ability to to have their solutions and their tools not be siloed and to talk across, you know, talk together. And it's just just seeing that, you know, kind of common thread. Yeah. I mean, again, you, when you choose that MDM authority, they are the authority of your devices. 
And so you have to realize in the long term, are those, is that vendor going to help you untap the potential out there for not just vendors today, but the ones of tomorrow? Um, and, and that's, you know, that's where the future is going. I think somebody who, who does stay siloed, although, like you just said, there's just different strategies for it. Um, our strategy is we're, there's just going to be uh, clear heads above technology areas that you're going to want to tap into. And you're going to want to make sure that that MDM uh, integrates to that. It, and Malwarebytes is a fantastic product as well. I mean, even it, it's kind of one of those things where if someone, even home use says, hey, I want, you know, again, the Mac is very secure. Uh, Malwarebytes makes a great personal free product. Again, if you've just, you've, you've installed some malware on your computer, uh, not really, you know, again, especially in the days when Adobe Flash was uh, a common installation on the Mac, that was just an easy way to get malware. When you click the pop-up ad, installed something, uh, you know, Mac Keeper or whatever, whatever the tool was, Malwarebytes is just one of the fast way to get it cleaned up and then they also make some great tools for ongoing monitoring as, as well which are really lightweight i mean you, you know you can be using a computer that's running malware bytes and you'd honestly never know it was running it really does a nice job yeah there's other, other ones out there i won't name names but their engine is so heavy at a cpu cycle level that you have to you know it's always been the, the case am i installing a virus to try to take care of uh, you know trying to control other viruses in a way um, but it's a layered approach. Let's just make sure that that's clear, right? We want to make sure that people are able to, you know, in, the, in our earlier conversation, upgrade to the OS that they want, patch that at a timely level. As we all know, that's probably the biggest security risk out there is ensuring that zero-day vulnerabilities hang out there when you can very quickly update. And we make that a very seamless where you can auto-upgrade, you can schedule the updates uh, with Adigy, as well as third-party software, and then just the general hygiene that we always want to make sure is out there. Uh, Apple does a great job with Gatekeeper, obviously File Vault encryption and beyond, and you just want that automatically enabled out of the box. Um, so that's really important. Well, and this and, and this isn't really the first integration for you all. Um, you also integrate in with multiple other companies as well. What are some of the other integrations that Adigy uh, has done over the years? Yeah, I mean, one of the more important ones these days is our uh, identity integrations. So when it comes out of the box, um, you, you automatically drop to that company logo login screen and you log in with Azure, Google, Okta, O365, MFA from there, and then everything's fully provisioned and working. One of the things we're shipping uh, this month actually is the ability if you put the – if the user's in a department, that attribute that they're in, that automatically um, – puts them into the right policy. So nobody has to actually assign that device, which is very different in the Apple world, to uh, an area of policy for like engineering. Automatically, that person opens up the device out of the plastic. They log in. They're in engineering. They go right into the engineering policy. Or like I always talk about the issues in the C-suite. You got, you know, are is that C-suite being secured uh, at the highest level possible? A lot of times it's not. And we want to make sure that they they get routed to the right policy um, and, and automatically have the right level of security for what they're doing. No, it's again, fantastic. Uh, and again, this, this mindset of like, how do we integrate more things, automate more things, integrate with more things is really, um, it just, it's really putting customers first and, and making sure those, those needs are, uh, those needs are, those met. Uh, what's been your uh, customer reaction so far to the malware bytes? Are, are folks excited about the new kind of one click installation option? Yeah, that it just rolls out seamlessly without any work, um, that we're monitoring uh, Malwarebytes ongoing as well, too. And uh, it's just been a, a fantastic launch thus far. Some great quotes out there from our customers. Now, do you all, uh, 
and I may be wrong. Do you, are you all license, handling the licensing as well? So can customers buy malware bytes through you all as well? Correct. They just uh, basically sign up with us. They deploy out as needed, and it just goes on one bill on a monthly basis for them. Um, we're looking to add in some additional security tools here very soon, and then as well some some big uh, announcements here by the end of the quarter with Microsoft and others that we're super excited to get out there too. So yeah, it's, it's yeah, been it's a crazy fa- quarter. <laughs> Yeah, and again, these integrations are tough, but uh, I think there's just a lot of opportunity because, again, I mean, you know, if someone is touch, you know reaching out to Malwarebytes about you know Mac management options, you know, there's a nice integration story there so, too. So, you know, really these um, these joint go to market opportunities are, are they're, they're they're beneficial for a lot of companies to work together, especially when again Malwarebytes is not likely to launch in a device management solution, uh, and so it just makes sense for for you all to say, hey, we can work together, especially even that billing side uh, that might seem you know small, but like uh, from a large enterprise not having to onboard a new vendor uh, and pay a separate bill, and, and there's just a lot of benefits there. Um, from a due diligence perspective. Even when they reduce the device. So when you take the device out of Adagy, the billing stops immediately for both Adagy and in that case for Malwarebytes. So just a simplification of whatever you want on that device is is just uh, fully tethered, um, installed and running, and then meets compliance too. So we, we have our compliance manager that came out in Q3, um, and that's a beautiful integration that not only sets the right CIS, NIST controls, and anything additional that you want at a compliance level, but marks it in compliance, out of compliance, or it, it remediates the issue and gets it back into compliance again, which is the other big thing. Because I hate what compliance tools are just kind of pushing you into a corner and saying, now you can't do anything. You're in timeout. Okay, well, like, there's layers to that. And there's also the need to, we know how to get them back into compliance. Let's just do that. So. Now, from from the MSP side, obviously you all are, are, are you're really strong in that market. Really working with the 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 resellers that you know. Again, I'm thinking of the you know IT company here in Chattanooga that has the, this really trusted for for their brand, and they've got the trusted technicians. And then they're you know a lot of those folks are reselling Adagy. Um, how are how does the malware bytes fit in with the the MSP model? How does this integration work? Is that something where a customer can again just just like they would with Adagy MDM, they can then become a trusted partner for malware bytes and deploy that right through the same portal? Yeah, exactly. They they are able to provide that most. So yeah, obviously, IT enterprise companies, and we work with most of the Fortune one thousands out there. Um, they they need some security tool that's going to meet the right standards. And while they may have centralized on one, it's got to meet the right Apple research, Apple security standards. On the MSP side, they've always been able. They've always packaged in antivirus as part of the service agreements they're doing for customers. So the fact that they haven't had a great solution on the Apple side for a long time is a major reason why they're going to be rolling this out. It creates that level they need to provide at a security level. Um, and, uh, you know, these days, the MSPs and the IT companies, they are um, liable on the cybersecurity insurance side of the house. So they have to do their part in doing the right levels of everything. So that way, if an issue occurs, uh, that that customer uh, has a breach or an issue, they're on the hook for this stuff. Um, and, and so there's a lot more need than ever before. A year ago, I never saw uh, MSPs doing what I felt was enough diligence and work on the security front, but it's changed a lot in a year. Well, that, that makes sense. So if, I, if I'm an MSP, I'm already having to sell a solution anyways. And now with the 
Malwarebytes integration with Adigee, I have a solution that's already with my existing vendor that I don't have to like try to make it. I don't have to try to make my own integration. I just say, oh, we were already selling something that maybe didn't work well. Well, now now one of our existing vendors has something we can just, again, deploy to our customers with these. And it's, again, same portal, same simplicity on billing, right all the way down to the end user. Exactly, exactly. And they're going to want to plug in other things. Would it be this? Uh, you know, we're seeing from WWC, Apple has taken on a new layer of security. I think we're going to see it in another year after the next WWC. Apple is really going to hold the moniker with an IT enterprise as the most secure devices in the space. And um, them and other vendors are stepping up, whether you're integrating with other security tools like Cribble and others. We want to make sure that that makes a seamless experience. No, I, I agree with you. I think we're just beginning to see uh, Apple's security store in the enterprise unfold. I think there's a lot more to come here um, um, in the years to come. I agree with you. Kind of, you're seeing some. Yes, I love kind of poking through the support docs, the help, the help uh, guides Apple puts out with the enterprise side, and you're starting just to see wording and things come out that Apple is uh, looking at this stronger, uh, just because. This is what the enterprise demands, and ultimately, this helps Apple sell more Macs to businesses. And I think that's Apple's ultimate goal in the enterprise, and that's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, what I what I what I see is happen, being able to do in probably a year or so. When we look at compliance at a conditional access level, we hit certain criteria. We don't just like if a person didn't log in properly five times. Okay, we don't just knock them out. That just that dings their 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 uh, security posture position if they're in a foreign country versus where they're typically at. You add all these things up. Now we may want to decide to move that device into Apple's lockdown mode and reduce that security vector tremendously. So that way they're in a much more secure state until we're back to a level. That's where I see this going, where it's not just this, this bold print of meeting certain configurations. It's activities and processes that move us into a different security state until we're back to a level that feels more confident and comfortable. No, yeah, it's, uh, I think it's going to be a fun way to watch and see what unfolds over uh, um, over the next year, or probably the next couple of years at WWDC. We'll pay attention to that uh, next summer. It'll be here before you know it. Yeah. Uh, Jason, thanks for coming on the show. This was fun to talk about uh, latest integrations uh, with uh, uh, Adigy. And uh, based on what you said, uh, looks like we may have some more news uh, coming soon. So we'll be, uh, so definitely pay attention to nine to five Mac. Uh, and then we'll cover that whenever that, whenever that news comes out, it sounds exciting though. Uh, thanks everybody for listening this week. If you're listening on Apple podcasts, we always appreciate a rating and review and uh, we'll see everybody again real soon. All right.